I love being under a time constraint and I love that rush. I love the rush. I just knew that if I was gonna do something, I was gonna be the best at it or try my best. Yeah, you know, I, you can see it as each show goes on. I look a little more haggard. I think I do. Well, no, it's I true. It's true. I'm Ken Cooper. This is Around River City. That was Jen Barney. She's the owner of Meringue Bakery in downtown La Crosse. And she's also the winner of multiple baking championships on the Food Network. So she's got a great combination of baking talent and a healthy dose of competitiveness. Both of those come in handy, whether she's competing on Food Network or running things at Meringue Bakery here in La Crosse. Actually, Jen is in the middle of a Food Network competition right now. It's Holiday Wars. It airs every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And the competition's been going on for a while. Jen and her team are still in the running. We'll talk about some of the the behind-the-scenes stories and also go a little deeper into why she does this. Why would anybody put themselves through the stress of trying to be creative, running a business, and then going on national television and competing? All that's to come with Jen Barney right here on Around River City. This is Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper. By the way, you can subscribe to the podcast at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere that you get your podcast from. It's free to do that, and you'll get an alert every time we have a cool new conversation for you to be a part of. And this was definitely a cool and fun conversation with Jen Barney. We talked about a lot of things, actually. talked a lot about life. We talked about being a, a mother and starting a business and running a business. And we talked about competing on Food Network, which she is doing right now. It's Holiday Wars on Food Network. It airs every Sunday night at 8. And she and her team are still in the running. Congratulations on making it, I don't know how far, in this year's Holiday Baking Championship on the Food Network. Um, They started with nine teams and they're down to three. And you are one one of of the final Mm -hmm. three. All right. And I'm not... I know listeners are going to be mad at me because I'm not going to pressure you to divulge any secrets. Or if you want to divulge secrets, do it visually, like wink twice okay. if you win. <laughs> we'll so that way nobody else will know, but we'll know. No, don't do, don't do any of that. Um, tell me about the competition and I, I guess why do you do this? I, I do it because I feel like at some point they'll stop asking me and I'm going to regret if I don't do it. So I, if you have the opportunity, I think you just sometimes have to close your eyes and leap. Uh, they're not easy. You know, this last show, um, I do feel like it took a lot more out of me than other shows. And I came back, like, like, it was a really hard show. And I came back just feeling depleted. And it was even harder on, even just for me to be physically away from the bakery as yeah. long as I was, or my family. I, people just want to know what it's like behind the scenes. There's, a, there's some unusual people on the show. What's it like working with them? And do, do you make friends? Definitely, I have made friends. Um, I think part of the challenge of this particular show was that they paired you with strangers who, and we're all alpha bakers in our own right. One thing that I think is interesting is that you are sequestered, aren't you, for the mm-hmm. whole duration yep. of your time there. Yeah. God, that's hard. It's really hard. So, okay, imagine this. You have people that you're working with and you're basically kind of like on top of each other working for many days in a row. You're stressed out, you're tired because you work hard on these shows. And I think it was a comp- I think it was a perfect storm to have I think it was a perfect storm to bring out the worst in people. And I think I think the show was a lot 
harder than what the TV show portrays. Well, when you think about it, the show's an hour long. Mm-hmm. And I know that the, like the competition last night, you, you, or, yeah, you had eight hours of cook time, of bake time, I guess. Yep. And then there's all of the time when you're just with those people. So yep. we see very little of that. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you wish they would show that, that stuff too? <laughs> it would be like Jerry Springer. Yeah. It, would. <laughs> it really would. It'd be like maybe brother, I don't know maybe. if I'd get better viewing or viewership, yeah. but I don't know if I'd want people to see the worst in me because yeah. I feel like there was a lot of ugly that in this show that that was edited. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and difficulty and stress. Yes, that's maybe a better way to say it. It was, yeah, perfect storm yeah. of bringing out the worst in people. And good um, people. As we were watching the, the latest competition last night at the time of, of this recording, my daughter Sydney and I were texting back and forth, and I noticed and I texted to her that you seemed like, like the only one there that really knew what you were in for and knew what <laughs> hell the next eight hours was going to be. Yeah, you know, I, you can see it as each show goes on. I look a little more haggard. <laughs> I think I do. Well, no, it's I true. I didn't say haggard. I didn't say that. Um, I feel... You know, they tried to pair experienced people with people who had inexperience. So on oh, okay. my particular team, I was the one who had competition experience. The other people had... The only one. The only one, okay. yep. So I think you just learn. I think you learn that nothing ever goes to plan as planned, and it takes longer than what you think. And I, and I think I have maybe more experience with time management yeah, than other yeah. people did. It sort of it reminds me of life. Nothing goes yeah. as planned, and right? it takes... <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so... Well, that's... That's an interesting perspective. Um, where, are, you, are you someone that they would come to for advice? No. No. <laughs> no. But to be fair, you're, you, you're so busy on these yeah. shows that yeah. for the other teams, you're friendly with each other, but you, you're not mm-hmm. sitting there shooting the breeze right. with the other teams. Um, and were you the only person in the whole competition with competition experience? No, or, okay. no. And actually, I wish that they would explain this more. There were some veteran um, winners on okay. the show as well. Yeah. And people that amazing, amazing talents in our industry. Okay. Yeah. okay. How I know we see it weekly, but how much time is there between the actual days of, of taping? You get very little days off. So you're working with the union like, I think it has a lot to do with the production crews, the union sure, rules, sure. Yep. where they can get like five days on, they have to have the next day off or whatever. Okay. But you, you work long hours and you're there on set. Um, you know. And I don't want to say like they herd you like cattle, because that's not the way, But because they take really good care of you. That's yeah. not what I mean. Um, but this show was hard. They expected a lot out of people. I do it because I love it. I get to meet new people. But maybe I'll take a break this year. Oh. I, yeah. Maybe you won't, though, because I, I, right? <laughs> I have a feeling and I don't want to. I'm just making an assumption. I'm not a professional therapist. I have a sneaking suspicion that you are incredibly competitive and am, you want to kick ass and you want to win everything. Uh, I, <laughs> how do you say that? OK, I try to be humble, but I do feel like I I'm, I'm, I'm a stealth secret competitive person. I, I will be up all night working on whatever it takes to be whatever it is I'm working on in that moment but I'll come in with a smile and try to be the nicest person in the room if you know like I don't want to be does that make sense am sure. I saying that oh, the right absolutely. way yeah yeah, yeah 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 I mean you don't want to be known as the angry baker right but I think uh, I think I don't think you would put yourself through that and I also don't know that you would put yourself through opening a business if you weren't competitive 
Yes. I, uh, yes. I'm competitive. Okay. I'll say She I, said it. Here I am. She said it. Round of applause. <laughs> Yay. Hey. Open up. But that's actually, that has to be a big part of how you have achieved what you've achieved. And I don't mean just on the Food Network competitions, but here in the store with the consistently extremely high quality of the product that you put out. Oh, I mean, thank you. There's, there's got to be a competition there. Competition has to come into every element of what you do here. You know, I think I'm just, I luck out a lot in the people that come in here that want to work for the bakery. I mean, I'll, I'll say that very plainly. This place has grown um, into its own little world where I don't have a lot of hand in doing the day-to-day baking at this point. Um, but at this point in the game, I just have really wonderful people that care. Um, and maybe I just am good at inst- they care as much as I care, and yeah. they want to make sure that this place succeeds. Well, let's talk about that a little bit, because I'm sure the people that you hire come in with a degree of knowledge and expertise. It's probably an equal split. Okay. Um, we have, uh, I would say, a third of our staff come in with a culinary education. Um, the other third are just home bakers who really love what they do and they want to learn more. And then, you know what? Sometimes we'll just hire people who just have a great work ethic who we want to train well. And that's where I was going to go with that question, the training and the education. You've also got to be a good educator and a good leader. So, and again, I I don't want to make you blush, but what do you think you're better at, baking or leading? Oh, baking. That's not even a a question. My hardest obstacle that I've had in the last two years is learning how to talk with people in a good way. I mean, just a larger staff. I grew from having two to three people when I was in my home bakery. Now we have a staff of 20 people. So to go from having being able to talk to people efficiently in a fast way and, and make people feel secure and safe in their own position, it's not easy. And I have a lot to learn even still. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest thing for you to learn? Do you think yet? Or what are you looking forward to learning? So I know as a person, I love chaos. And I, maybe it's why I do, I do well on these shows. Because for me, I love, I love being under a time constraint. And I love mm-hmm. that rush. I love the rush. And... Uh, other people don't love the rush like I love the rush yeah, that yeah. it worked for me. And yeah. I think just having a place where it's consistent, you know, people know what's going on because I can walk into a kitchen and go like, and get, you know, <laughs> but some people just need yeah. to feel secure yeah. and know what they're doing. And yeah. I, for me, that's been a large learning curve and I'm, I'm getting there. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a bad boss. I just feel like I feel I'm always going to feel insecure and I'm always going to, I'm always going to want to do better. Right. Yeah. Right. And I know you and I have, talked about it before that we both love that rush of a deadline and I know that in what I do you know I'm assigning work to 20 different people as well and I would never consider teaching them to do the job the way I do it because I I I don't procrastinate but man I love it when I've got 30 seconds or a minute to come up with an idea mm-hmm. and it needs to be good yep. and I don't know why because it's painful it's literally painful yep. but I love it I know why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. I know. I still don't think you'll take a year off. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. This year I did two shows. So in January I was gone. I did a show in Canada. And because of COVID I had to quarantine for two weeks before I even did the show. So in January I was gone for three weeks. And then in June I 
was gone for the majority of the month. And I just, I feel like that's a long, that's a lot in one year to be gone. Do you still communicate with the bakery? I mean, I'm yes. sure you communicate with your family during that time, but do you, do you still have any kind of a hand in the day-to-day business? Um, so before I, I left this time, anything that was intricate or detailed, like like floral work on a wedding cake, or that was all done ahead of time. Um, and... Uh, I just have really good people here that I could trust. Honestly, it came. This is a this is a village that helps me mm-hmm. get to these shows. And I think this particular time, I had one person I was corresponding with like, for like five minutes a day, and I just trusted that everything else was going to happen. And and it was funny. A, a lot of a lot of things did go down while I was gone, and they didn't. They let me not. They let me focus on the competition, not. On worrying that, about the bakery. I, if you're a good leader, I don't know that there's more than you could ask or ask right? for or wish for. I know. I was really lucky. And that's a good segue into the next part of my conversation with Jen Barney, the owner of Meringue Bakery here in La Crosse, and also a fierce competitor, whether she is uh, in the bakery at home or whether she is on Food Network, which she is right now in Holiday Wars. You can check out the final couple of rounds Sunday nights at 8 o'clock on Food Network. When we come back on Around River City, we'll talk about how being on the Food Network has affected the business, Meringue Bakery. And I'll go a little deeper in getting to know Jen the person. And how has this business, how has this life affected her? What is she learning? How is she growing? I know those things are important to her, so we'll talk more about that. This is Around River City. Welcome back to Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper talking with Jen Barney, the owner of Meringue Bakery here in La Crosse and also a fierce competitor on Food Network. She's in the middle of holiday wars right now. You can check that out Sunday nights at 8 o'clock on the Food Network. And one of the things that I've been wondering about is the connection between competing on Food Network and Jen's work as a business owner at Meringue Bakery. Obviously, these competitions have helped your business. Yeah. How much do you think? It's hard to say because we've only had this physical retail location for the last year and a half. Um, I can I see so many new faces the last month. It's it's amazing. It's really cool to see. Uh, and uh, I, I believe I mean this this place that we're sitting in right now because we're in the bakery right now is living proof of what happens. The exposure from the previous shows. Um, I think people, they feel connection with me because they can see me on Mm -hmm, TV every once in a while. Um, And that brings people in. And I love that. And I I love that people care about my business enough um, to, like, share their experience, even if it's good or bad. Like, I get people that email me constantly. (laughs) Like, okay, like, this is what I felt when I walked into your store. I think because they feel like they have a connection with me and they care about the business. I, one of the things that I like is I, I love seeing your success because just even without the show, the quality of the products you create or the quality of the products that your whole village creates mm-hmm. um, is just so so obviously and measurably high. You know, it's just it's not anything you can get anywhere else. And I live with a family of very snobby eaters, <laughs> uh, and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. And for my wife's birthday, I like I like to make cakes. Well, and so I, I, I asked my wife, what kind of cake would you like? And I'm thinking she would answer with, you know, lemon or chocolate. And she said, meringue bakery cake. Oh, thank you. Which mm-hmm. 
I, as, as much as I wanted to make the cake, I had to tell her, that's eh, a solid choice. That's well, a good you. idea. So I'm glad that, the, the, that you have found success, success because of the quality of what you produce. But one of the things I love the most is that even with the success and how busy you can be and coming in here and seeing the place packed with people, um, I can still get a, oh, hi, Ken. How are you? Good to see you. And there is still that local hometown element, which I think is really important. Yeah, thank you. You know, one of the struggles I've had with this place is that I'm always back in the kitchen. Because for one, that's my, that's, you sure. go you go with what you know, where mm-hmm. your heart is. Sure. Um, as I progress in this business, I would love to be more of a barista at least a couple days a week, or just because I feel like I miss out more than, I, I should be doing that with most of my interactions here, like having a face. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a business owner, I want to be responsible for giving everybody the best experience when they come in here. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to be able to talk with people more, more than what I am. So how, how are you going to make that happen? I know, right? <laughs> I did, you know, you do projections. This actually, within the last week, I did write out what that schedule would look like. Like, how do I get myself out of the kitchen more and in front of people? I'm working on it, one yeah, step at a time. Yeah. Well, speaking of working on it, um, I, I bet you're a planner and you know what you want. Um, so what will... 2022 look like and what will 2032 look like i know right i would love for this year i would like to be a very smart businesswoman and i'm not quite there yet um i'm figuring it out i would love this place i would love for the bakery to be in a place where i can moonlight here three days a week and then i can work on other projects and i say i say moonlight but what i'm still going to be very involved in sure. the day-to-day it business. will still be your bakery yes um i would love to have a cookbook uh i would love to have some sort of um, consistent social media where I'm interacting with people with video. Um, I would love to be doing more um, online, like virtual classes. Uh, and we're, we're also, we're trying on that, we're working on that too. If you go to our home bakery right now, we've turned it into a studio where we have overhead cameras and lights and all the building blocks are in place. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of freeing myself up from the bakery So that's right the now. kitchen at your home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And where do I sign up and when the first class? I know, right? <laughs> I know. We were just no talking with, I know. We were just talking with our website people and um, he's like, You gotta get those classes out right before Christmas because they'll sell out. But I just okay, okay. It's on my list. Then there's the reality of uh, now what? I you've know. got them all sold out and then you've got to make it happen. I know. I think it's logistically for me it's uh it's like uh, April, March. Like our bakery slow season, because in the summer months and holidays, it's not feasible for me to do those types of things, but I can do them in slow months. What's the hardest part of all of this? I think this place is like a baby. You know, it's it's a baby. I mean, I, I, and I, this is still an infancy stage, this bakery. And I wish, I wish I had more balance with my personal life. And I wish, um, my kids are now four and five, and uh, you know, Millie the other day, because I have a really weird work schedule. Um, I get up really early, and if I come home at night, a lot of times I'm either in bed by like 7 p.m. or uh, sometimes I'll take a nap midday. And Millie, my daughter, the other day said, "All you do is take a nap." And I'm like, well, <laughs> "Like, oh, like you're four years old, but Aww. don't say that to me." But I, but it broke my heart because what she sees is like a mom who comes home tired and mm-hmm. you know just recharges my husband has gotten to a place where 
he is amazing. He just tries to make my life as easy as possible. So he's the one who gets the kids up. He's the one who gets the kids to school. He's the one who puts the kids to bed. Um, he rubs my feet at the end of the day. He just, whatever my husband can do, bless his heart, to like make my life easier, he does because, and I hate, I hate that that has to be the way it is right now. I'd love to give back to my family. Well, the whole having it all thing is kind of a myth. I it mean, is, it is. It, it's, it's sort of impossible, but you, you're, you're always, if you're doing it the right way, you're constantly working towards a balance. And that sounds like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you're, you've got all of these things in mind. And you've, you've got a husband who, as a husband and a father, sets the bar impossibly high. Thanks a lot. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> He's a good guy. But are you confident that it will come? I am. I am. I, I mean, I worry. I have constant worry. Um, I, think, I think it's easy to see somebody or, like, perceive what... It's a bakery. Everything's happy and beautiful and pretty. And but that's not real life. Like, I have constant, constant mm-hmm. worry in my heart. Uh, and I have so much responsibility now. I've got people that depend on me for their livelihood. And uh, that's I just... has got to be weird. Isn't it? I know. Yeah. I don't even have my own craft together. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? That's how I feel. Like, who am I? Uh, yeah. I did start, and I, I think it's, it's okay to say this. I did this year go to start seeing somebody to help me with stress, and that's been really helpful. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I'm yeah. a huge advocate of therapy yeah. of, of any kind. I think that is a huge step in the creating that balance that you're looking for. Yeah. Very few people find a perfect balance, mm-hmm. you know? I know. But I want what I want, and I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't see myself backing down. Like, I don't, yeah. That's not the option. Right. The option is just to try to figure it out in a you, way that works for me. You've worked a long time for this. I have. I really yeah. have, yeah. When did this, the seed of this dream start? Like, I remember the, the last time you and I talked, I loved the story you told about falling in love with, was it your mother's or grandmother's Jell-O cookbook? Jell-O cookbook. Uh-huh. Um, so from that beginning, how long have you been working at it? I don't think I... It wasn't always the intent. I just knew that if I was going to do something, I was going to be the best at it or try my best to, to have a high bar. Uh, I, f- you know, after winning that first show. And I, I feel like there was a meek Jen Barney before the show, and I think it gave me something super beautiful. And I wish it's so ridiculous that we don't have this in us, but why don't we believe in ourselves? And I, that show gave that to me. It really did. Like, why? It's so silly. It's not silly at all. Yeah. I think it's it's the real reason and the real purpose for doing almost anything is just to discover those things. Has that feeling of believing in yourself lasted? It really has. Yeah, I feel like if not if not me, if nobody else is going to run my life or get me to a place where I want to be. It has to come from me. And that seems like a good place to wrap up this conversation with Jen Barney. Jen, thank you for opening up. Thanks for your honesty. And thanks for representing this area so well on Food Network. Just a reminder, she is in the middle of Holiday Wars. You can check that out Sunday nights at 8 o'clock on the Food Network. I'm Ken Cooper, and this is Around River City. Thanks for being a part of the conversation. 